Oh, uh, hey, not long now. We'll be fucking away. We'll be away. Oh, no. I know. I can't wait. I cannot. Can't oh, wait. God. It's going to be class. I can't wait. So, um, remember to get your COVID pass sorted oh, yeah. before you go. Yeah, And cool. get your, your Euro sorted. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll have to do my travel insurance, but that can be done online. Oh, yeah. Right? I got mine for like six quid for Admiral. So. Oh, nice. I, probably, um, I usually do it through the post office. Oh, man. I can't, I can't wait. I just hope, uh, touch wood, I hope our flight is not. Like, I don't know how bad it is from Cardiff, but mm. I mean, like, my parents would go on a flight from um, Malaga back to Bristol, and they were, it was an easy jet flight, and they were on the flight, and the cabin crew didn't turn up. What? And um, they basically were told to stay in on the plane for two and a half hours until. Um, Jesus fucking And Christ. there was no food as well. It's it's all it's all shambles. Like how the hell has it has it come to this bad? Like it's just it's just holy fuck. <laughs> oh fucking hell. Two and a half hours. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie, if I was stuck on a plane for two and a half hours, like at least in duty free you can like yeah. at least you got something to do. Hmm. Like on a fucking plane for two and a half hours and you sat next to someone you don't you know, but yeah. It's a bit like oh for God's sake, and then you know, you'd be like, Oh, you can't leave the plane. It's like well, we're not going, are we? You know, so touch wood is not as bad for our flights. Yeah, over there, no, I should be all right. Um, I mean, everything. I remember you messaged mm. me saying, "Have you booked the flights?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> gosh, do I have? I booked it." Um, don't worry. And mm. I'll probably uh, just take um, what do you call it? Like a what you, not not a hold all. Like bag. I mean, what if you they could ask, I'll just fucking. I mean, pay. what you could do is you could get um, oh, what's it? not a compartment, but like not cabin bag, but like you know, yeah. the stuff on the above. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, a cabin bag, isn't it? Cabin bag is yeah. You could, I mean, when you check in, you can have the option of of getting that. Yeah. Um, but let me know because then I'll yeah, I'll probably be do that to my account and then I'll be glad. Yeah, but it, um, if if you do that, I'll I'll send you the money for it. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 Oh, I want to get a bag yeah. where I can just shove in and be like, look, yeah. it's in. Yeah. You know, rather than like a full on one where I can't even fit it fully down. Because that's how they get you. Like, yep. Well, that's what happened to me. And um, remember when mm, we were going to Dublin? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking assholes. It was ridiculous because the woman then like checked mine and yeah. she didn't say anything. And mine was struggling to get in as well. Which yeah. Was... Oh, yeah. They just don't care. They know they didn't make them all their money just by like doing that. Yeah. And then they know you can't complain because. In a day, because to run, say, well, you want to get to your destination, right? You know, that's, that's, you know, it's like, it's like that. That's the thing. It's like you complain all you want, like, and then if you want like compensation, it, you may not get it. Like, um, uh, yeah, it's just like they make you go through loads of fucking loops and stuff, don't they? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Back then. So yeah, that's uh, that's our little rant about British airport system right now. This is a very strange. How have we gone from going to go from this to Stranger Things? I don't know. Um, at least I wish I was back in nineteen eighties, where the air, where all the airports were like airplane. So, yeah, you, you know. could smoke on planes then. Yeah, you could go in paradise. You, you can go in, go in the, cap, the captain cockpit. You know, like 
and how gladiator oh, yeah. how gladiator talk with um the pilot. God's sake. Son. Do you like gladiators? Are we referring to like the classical like eighties uh show, Gladiators? No, I'm referring yeah. to the airplane scene oh, where right. um the little boy Timmy goes on the plane. Um do you that's a, a dumb film, isn't it? No, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny, it's really but it's funny. also it's a funny, yeah. good, dumb film. That's the thing. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. It's brilliant. I love to see where like the guys like I think it's either the second one, the first one. The guy's shaving in the in the toilets, and the plane like see. falls, and it's like covered in blood because he's trying oh to shave, God. and he just gets like thrown about. It's, it's oh, it's so fun. We've got to improve those films. Oh yeah, in in the future, yeah. Um, Keith said to me, Keith messaged me this morning saying, You guys should do we should do an episode on um Starship Troopers, and I think that's definitely something oh, we should hell do. Hell yeah, 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 that's br- brilliant. <laughs> Starship yeah. Troopers, brilliant. I'm doing my part. Would you like to know more? <laughs> yeah, classic. <laughs> it's such a it's, it's the same, that's the same, that's so dumb. But it's, it's I think classic. it was like it was one of my professors in Masters Professors, yeah. like favorite film. He just loves Star Trek. Yeah, it's it's a really good war satire. Yeah, it is. It's much. Yeah. A, it's a clever film. Like yeah, um, yeah. That's Plus, uh, like that's... the effects. Like the, the effects <laughs> were like when was it? Like early nineties. They're really bloody. No, good. I, I think it was like ninety seven or ninety nine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, but, but I... still, though, like the effects for like the. What are they called? The, the, the bugs, right? <laughs> the, oh, the, the arachnids, you know, the bugs. Like, they're so 97. good. 97. 97. Yeah. Jeez. Just, just think, though, it's before Phantom Menace, you know, and that was seen as quite, you know, like, revolutionary in terms of, like, effects. Well, arguably. But, you know, like, I, I yeah, how are we going to go from Starship Troopers now to Stranger Things? Well, I mean, we are dealing with <laughs> An invasion of ah monsters. So you know, um... did they attack Argentina first, like in, <laughs> like in the classical nineteen ninety seventy film Starship Troopers? <laughs> they, they bombed Buenos Aires. Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez. Um, yeah. Oh, so... um, I, I I know a good um, segue. Mm-hmm. I, I'll just say, oh. What have you been listening to on Spotify recently, Reese? Oh, I'm looking at my Vecner running away playlist. <laughs> I, do you know what mine is? My top song. What? Have you got yours? If yeah. you type, if, have you got yours? It's called the Upside I'll Down get it playlist. Up now. So, See, what you just type in on, on Spotify that. Okay. Yeah, but it, it, it changes it every day, like depending. Oh, really? What, yeah. So, oh, so for God's sake. So my my one, yeah, it was yeah. it was. Um, some reason it was champagne supernova which <laughs> nice and then and then it changed to um zombie by the cranberries nice <laughs> so oh then it goes to smells like teen spirit so it it, it, it does change like all the time and now it's skate <laughs> now it's skater boy which is like, <laughs> nice. like <what>? avril <laughs> um you know what mine is uh what? i'll give you my uh my top three okay so number one it's out of touch by daryl oates uh, sorry daryl hall and john oates yeah and then it's uh ain't no rest for the wicked by cage the elephant and then yeah. um footloose kenny loggins that's kind of okay, cool that yeah. fits so well yeah you know, are they both aren't all freedom like 80s as well 
Um, uh, in, in no rest for the wicked. It's kind of like noughties, I think. Okay, it's, it's okay. kind of recent. That that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I, I, I like that playlist. It's just basically like the songs that you just play over and over there's again. Definitely, there's definitely there's definitely songs got Druid Sandstorm after. Oh like, god, yeah. Song. So it's um... discover your personal playlist to help you escape from Vecna and the Upside Down. <laughs> they went really like in on the sort of like Dungeons and Dragons references, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, it's always been a part of the show. Yeah, isn't it? well, we'll we'll talk about that when we go straight and talk about it because I've yeah. got so much to talk about this season. So, um, yeah, as you guys obviously heard, we are talking about Strange Things for season four. Um, the last two episodes just dropped on Friday. Me and Welsh they spent all our Saturday watching it um, for this podcast. So um, you're welcome. So um, yeah. So uh, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Topic of the Cast, where we talk everything film, TV, video games, and conspiracy theories. I'm your host, Reese Bolton, and I'm your host, Reese Jones. Jones. <laughs> and what um, am I doing? <laughs> And um, we're, we're here uh, to do something, I think. I, I know. So I just got your message about the clock effect. That's why I was trying to remember what. Oh, yeah, sorry. As, yeah. My as fault. we said, today we're talking about Stranger Things uh, 4. So you can find us on Instagram, Instagram.com, Twitter at HoverCoverCast, Facebook at HoverCoverCast, and me and Reese Jones's main accounts, Instagram accounts, Boys That's me. And Reese B. Jones. Please like, share, follow, and a review our episode if you enjoyed the episode. So, look, please like, share, review, view, follow, whatever our podcast if you enjoyed the episode. God, I'm not making sense today. Um, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, We're just God, so God remember that. God remember that. We're just uh, yeah, to so talk about uh, this. I'm sorry to talk about Stranger Things. The Stranger I was, Things. Um, so, you know, like they sort of split it up into two parts, didn't they? Mm. But you know, you know why, right? There was so much. Uh, well, yeah, but it's because they didn't want people to like cancel their uh, Netflix subscriptions. Yeah, but also then it's kind of like, oh, eventually then Stranger Things will be kind of if they release all the episodes in one yeah. go, then it, everyone, no one talk about Stranger Things right now. Exactly. Yeah. Well, at least for the whole of June, yeah. people were just talking about nothing but Stranger Things. Yeah. I, I mean, whinged on the podcast before about why I disagree with sort of like binging culture where yeah, they just dump I, the whole thing I, on I, it. I, in one I'm day. not a big fan of it anymore, yeah. to be honest. You know, if, not... if Amazon, you know, their model has proved anything, it's that week by week sort of episode release uh, still, you know, it, it just makes consistent hype. Yeah. You know, people, people are always talking about, you know, The Boys, which has a fantastic third season at the moment, you know, series well, like that. It's like imagine if Disney Disney Plus dropped all the Obi Wan Kenobi in one go. Oh it yeah, just, it's a speed like people would just kind of. I mean, another maybe, thing for them to bitch about. <laughs> but also, it kind of might work if you watch it all in one go rather than each episode. I mean, mm, but, yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, Strange Things season four. Um, it's been three years since Stranger Things season three. Wow, really um, that long. In real time, yeah. So, and also because of the pandemic, they had to like delay and stuff. So, this was really probably one of the most hyped um, series on Netflix for a while. Yeah. It came out, and um, yeah, honestly, so this is my relationship with Stranger Things is I really like season one. Yeah. It was such a great kind of, it was one of the shows that came out, and I was like, oh, I didn't know nothing about this. Maybe because I just didn't know about any of the actors, because obviously, 
a lot of the actors back then were unknown. Yeah. 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 I know you had like David Harbour. I think Winner and the Rider was the only one I recognized. David Harbour, not really. Um, yeah, he had small parts before this. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, like leading. Yeah. And obviously, like Millie Boy Brown and stuff like that. And yeah. Finn Wolfhard. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know who these people are. So yeah. it was something I was like, okay. Um, I mean, it... like, yeah, Winona Ryder and possibly like Matthew Modine. Because he was. I didn't you know, know Matthew really... Modine. I, oh, I, 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 I was not a fan, but I sort of I was aware of him. You know, I, he, was, I, he was really popular in like the 80s, wasn't he? I, yeah. used, to, I used to call him like the other. Watcher Birdie. Birdie's a very good fucking film. Yeah. <laughs> I used, Sorry, like, I used to call him like John Slattery because he looked like well, John Slattery. I, I used to, that, and I used to confuse him with um, uh, Scott Bakula. Yeah. You know the guy from yeah. uh, Starship, Starship, um, Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah, that's it, and, yeah. Uh, and Quantum Leap. I was like, isn't yeah. he the same actor? But yeah, no, Matthew Modine is, uh, is much better in my opinion than Bakula. Uh, well, I, I remember watching this and um, the first season I was like, okay, this is kind of like a a homage to a kind of great 80s, you know, the 80s. Really. Hell yeah. American 80s, so obviously the music, kind of, you know, like stuff like Star Wars, uh, video games, and, and you know, D&D. Like yeah. D&D, inspiration from my like, Stephen King books, uh, like It's, The Stand, even like, like you know, like Chris Columbus films, like the Goonies. Yeah, like the, the Losers like Club, isn't it? The Losers Club, or, or this group of boys from an, a kind of no, like normal town in in the the midwest really stumble across something and they and they find themselves like up against a great evil and it's all about mm. band together a team and really it's about like it's about childhood upbringing whilst also dealing with kind of you know this kind of great threat so what stranger things has done well is looking at kind of like growing up in the 80s as, as a teenager finding love you know getting to fights in high school and stuff like that you know drinking and stuff like you know it's just yeah. it's the kind of things we ev- every kind of generation yeah teenage hijinks hijinks yeah whilst also dealing with um demogorgons and the upside down and stuff like as that. you do yeah. um and i, I like the first se- season season two i didn't think it was very good on part of season one it um, tried to mimic season one because i think season one is probably the best paced show i've ever watched yeah yeah it it's sort of um, it glorified it epitomized you know how a binge worthy show can be done right yeah you know? uh yeah and, and what you're saying is sort of like it's season two i liked but yeah it, it was a pale comparison um and season three i did enjoy it but again i just felt like uh, they, they, yeah. they were kind of it felt like there was there was rinse and repeating. It was like okay, we got a next big monster now, and it's the same yeah. thing again. Let's turn it to eleven. No pun intended, and by the way. So, <laughs> and then, but honestly, I feel like season four, <clears throat> Stranger Things four, the series really brought back kind of what made Stranger Things really great. Yes. Um, yeah. It's and also I feel like this is my favorite se- uh, season of the show. Um, um, in my mind, it's season one, but then again, it's been years since i've seen it yeah um, yeah i'll have to agree i yeah. think this is a very very strong season it's a strong series it's a lot uh, more dark it's a lot the, more the latter half in my opinion i prefer but yeah it's it they've embraced how um the characters have aged in real time as yeah well. yeah and they've really kind of as it got older they kind of made it a lot more kind of dark and more mature like the, the harry potter films and books as you see, like when you watch *Hyper Goblin Fire*, 
now that you're saying that, now that I see, I see it, now that you say that, that's, yeah. that's true. Do you, do you remember yeah. the whole difference between, like, you know, if you if you look to something like Harry Potter, yeah, Prison of Azkaban, and Harry Potter, Godfather, Godfather is dark, you know, where like, holy hell, yeah, it's my see, favorite like, one, yeah, people, you know, people actually die, like, kids die. It's yeah. like, you know, yeah, Robert point, Hansen dies. And I remember Cedric reading Cedric Diggory dies. I remember reading an article, and it's a really interesting article how, like, um, how Cedric Diggory deaths is like a landmark for how, for oh, Harry. So it's, um, it's sort of like Empire Strikes it, Back moment. Yeah, it, it, it relies on about, like, okay, evil is coming. And that's cool. Marks a time where you can't be kids anymore. You have to oh, be. You okay. Have to be, okay, that's you cool. Have, you have to be more. You have to be adult. You've got to take it seriously mm. now. So like childhood's end sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> it's and, really, and, it's, sorry, Megua. And yeah, I'm, I feel like with this, it's like, it's like that because obviously people get more, more dark, more mature, and stuff like that. <laughs> Remember in season three, like uh, Samwise Gamgee, what's his name? Uh, Sean Astin. He gets uh, Sean, mauled by like the se- demodogs. Se- season two, that's it. Yeah. Season two. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Gee, that that was horrendous. But this is like it's not a lot. This is some of the most horrifying stuff in the show. Yeah, like, there are. Um, yeah, are... I want to say sort of like body horror mm. um, and like existential horror. Yeah, which I much prefer. It's you know it's yes it's it's less visceral, but it leaves like a dark sort of like imp- imprint on your mind that you know this character Vecna, you know, he's more of a. Um, you know, you had sort of like with Batman that Joker was more of a, um, a, a psychological threat to Batman, yeah. but then Bane was more of a physical threat, wasn't he? He was yeah. more sort of like personal in his face. Well, this is, you know, like a more mental challenge for like our heroes, especially for L. Because, I mean, we, when you had the Mind Flayer, yeah. it, was, it was more kind of like, oh, this is, this is kind of physical being yeah whilst yeah. with vecna is actually like a human turning to his monster but you've got that connection yeah and i mean like you know it's that is <laughs> the greatest that is the greatest threat and i'm not gonna lie like i feel like vecna is the best written character in the, se- the season in my opinion i know uh... some people say max is but i i feel like like the way they've done his backstory and stuff like that. Yeah. It, I felt it's really, really good. He's a very he's a very good villain. How they sort of like drip fed the audience, you know, that it was slowly revealed over time. Yeah. It was good. I, I didn't like how it was basically retconned that he was oh, you know, I am the source of all your pain sort of thing. You know. He, he, you know it's all about how um what was his face? Uh Blofeld in Skyfall. That yeah, oh, yeah it turns out he's behind everything. Well, I, I, that's the whole blowfall thing. I, I kind of disagree with you, but I think with the upside down, it needed to be kind of what set all this up. And I feel mm. like having Vecna as that kind of the person who created it, I think it makes sense because in the day mm. they are setting this up for like the big final where you are going to go up against the the final boss or the upside down. Yeah, and the idea is you are going to be kind of like you know. Like you are going up against an actual, in a way, a god, mm. really, um, <laughs> yeah. and um, and I, 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 and also, and the idea is like looking at his childhood and stuff. How you know the powers he's got, it leaves so much, and it's like the idea is like, like everyone thought Vector was around in the fifties, and when he killed that family, he did, 
Yeah. But it was the, the proto Vecna. It was actually Henry. That's cool. Yeah, I like that proto. And but yeah. they don't really understand. They don't really. I don't think they were actually. The whole idea is how he's got his powers. Really doesn't. Um, there's never going to be an answer for that. Really. I I don't think it deserves an answer. No, it doesn't. You know, it's it's. I I I say this a lot when I I sort of like I I want to write sort of anything like supernatural or magical is that the moment you you explain it in cold hard facts is the moment it loses all its intri- uh, that's intri- why like that's, it's fascinating that's why people aspect. don't like the Alien prequel films because yeah they and, they, really and they didn't like to... um they didn't like uh, the prequels of Star Wars because they explained the Force you know and oh it's yeah. just not magic then you know it's it, and you need to show and not tell people yeah you know? and, and I think. That's why people like Elle so much. Even Millie Bobby Brown does the same thing over and over again, doesn't she? She knows what she needs to do. Yeah. But people still like her character because it's the mysteriousness about her. Like, you know, how powerful can she be if she truly embraces her, you know, abilities? And that's fun to explore. But and and like what you're saying with um Henry Creel or you know, Vecna or whatever, is that you want to see the transformation. You want to see how evil he can become. And how powerful he can be because it's fun. It's interesting to see a, a very powerful villain, and then finding like a weakness or or being satisfied. The audience being satisfied because um, the heroes, you know, team up or you know, using the power of friendship, they defeat the villain, sort of thing. It's fun, isn't it? It's like classical, like heroes. Well, it's not heroes' journey, but you know, the classical like um, um, hero vanquishing the evil monster, sort of. Yeah, drop. yeah. And again, like, you know, you could say that, like, oh, his, he just wants to take over the world and be more powerful. You could he say just that wants to of, be understood. But it could be, it's a bit one dimensional. But then again, you kind of see through his background how he has been treated horribly by humans. Yeah. The idea is he would believe that. And um, he is just like a failed example of Dr. Brenner's kind of, you know, experiments and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, and when he has a conversation, confrontation with, um, 11 and he's basically like dr brennan did this you made me the monster you made me like like this creature hmm. so but that all started really from dr brennan um but again it's all about it comes down to he thinks he's more powerful than everybody else but yeah it's a superiority complex yeah yeah a, a, a god complex and i i like the fact that we don't i i don't really think we need explanations of you know his motivation is important yes but i don't think it needs to be like explored that much i like no, the idea no. that he he is a mad god yeah and mad mad gods they are you know by definition irrational and they have all this power so they need to be stopped you know and like yeah. the why's that they're doing it doesn't really matter it's the how are they going to be defeated yeah you know, by underdogs yeah yeah, that's what I was looking at uh, Vecnus. That you know, he is, you know, he is the lich. You know, like like his namesake in um in uh, Dungeons and Dragons sort of like games. You know, he is basically like an evil wizard. He is insanely powerful. He's technically immortal. He's very like uh, intelligent, I guess, but he is just powerful and he's patient. Yeah. He is you know, like the, the necromancer sort of thing, isn't he? Like the classical example of the sort of like, um, I forget what it's called, but it's sort of like, um, damn it. Um, it's, it, I think it was called something like, what was it? Like warrior, uh, warrior, sorcerer, king. 
sort of like characters in fiction. Yeah, that's and it. Yeah, each yeah, yeah. Aspect has a, I think it's called a shadow aspect. Yeah, a, a, yeah. A sort of like a reverse or like an evil version of the uh, king, wizard, and warrior. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if those are the actual names they gave them. And I'm not sure if it's the same, is it Campbell? The same um, person who wrote the idea of the hero's journey. I'm pretty sure it's him that gave the the idea of that. The sort of like, oh, so so. long story short is what I'm trying to say. Beckner is like the evil wizard character. That, and again, it's like, it's, we've always had kind of the dark evil wizards in in fiction and fantasy anyway. Like we've got Voldemort, you've got Sauron. Yeah. And before that, it was... Um, more goth, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, you it, it's it's the idea that you know, um, Game of Thrones, you had the Night King and stuff like that. Yeah, well, you um, know, you have Emperor, the Emperor from Star Wars, yeah, it? yeah. There's you always they, oh, there's always a kind of the that dark wizard, uh, sorcerer that yeah. is that is like the, the dark mm. lord that and is more powerful. He does fall into the idea that the the enemy, the nemesis, needs to be deformed as well. It, yeah. He's sort of like his his evil being is so evil that it's manifested physically. That that's yeah. that's the whole reason why evil characters are evil. You know, like yeah. James Bond villains are always um like um disfigured. It's it's meant to show that it, very outdated idea of mind, but the idea that evilness manifests physically, you know. And you know, you look at any sort of a character from fiction. And they seem to have like a, they need to get rid of like their noses for some reason as well. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, it's like you look at anyone, it's like, you know, Voldemort, he's very deformed. He's like snake like, isn't he? And then the I, Emperor, you know. Even I remember something like Gollum, like in terms of like how yeah, how Gollum. dark he got. And you, that, that, that the opening scene where you, you, you see this the uh Smeagol turns to Gollum is very just it's very disturbing. It's one of my he, favorite scenes in in film that is. Yeah. Wait, wait, and turns. It's, it's not in the book. That is no, totally no. Peter Jackson. I was and it's terrified watching that scene. The you scene see is, like he closes his eyes the one the one last time and then he turns into Gollum. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Yeah it's um exactly it's, um, and and all and with Vecna as well, they are playing against the whole playing with the whole kind of the Pennywise Freddy Krueger. Yeah. And there's so many references to, to it and Nightmare Elm Street. <laughs> like the idea if he gets into people like Freddy Krueger gets into people's kind of heads yeah, the dreams boiler and room, kills it? them in yeah. their dreams. Same way that Vecna gets into well, their heads with their, their Did you um, did you get the really like meta reference in this series? It's to uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, it's um, uh, Robert England is yeah, Victor Creel. Creel. I I fucking loved it. I loved it so much. That was a ter- like <laughs> he cut when he cuts his eyes and his eyes are like it's horrifying. It's yeah. horrifying. Yeah. Um, it's a shame they didn't get Robert England to, to voice Vecna. I I don't know who they had to voice him, but Jamie Cam- Campbell Bauer. That's oh, it. so the actual guy who plays yeah, Henry Creel. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it must have put, been through like a, a voice modulator. Or they something. did, they did. Okay. Yeah. I, and I didn't realize as well. It was him in the suit. I watched the sort of behind the scenes thing. He, he put all the makeup on, so that's that's him in the yeah. suit. Yeah, it's really cool, isn't it? Yeah, I I didn't think it, I I I was I was surprised. I didn't think it was him. I thought they had like a body double or something, like a, sorry, like a, an actor to do it. 
as Vecna. The guy but, um, who created the Vecna, so he's done so many different designs for film and TV. I can't. It's, it's so horrifying. I know. Yeah. The design is fantastic. It's, yeah. It's horrible. It's so visceral, and it looks wet, like slick. It's disgusting. It, but it, again, it's it's that homage to sort of like, you know, Freddy Krueger, how he's like disfigured, isn't he? And it, yeah. Um, and all oh, like the skin is like puckered and stuff. I'll stop and describing it because it's making me sick. But, even um... just like even just Pennywise, like where Pennywise just kind of like twists and his body kind of twists and goes kind of corrupted and yeah, yeah, disturbing by like you know like he becomes he's a clown, but then when he then turns himself into like kind of really terrifying kind of appearances with each each child he's he's torturing. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's that is very just it's it's it, it's it's and I love that they're, they're referencing that as well because you know really again also it's always referring to kind of like the like slash 80 slashes were kind of big in the mid 80s. Oh yeah, um, yeah. you know, my Elm Street, uh Friday the 13th and stuff like that. I mean Halloween was 79 but it kind of was you sure how oh, but, you know what you mean, but that was like that, that, time, that yeah. is the the masked serial killer. Yeah, as, as John Carpenter loves to say, you know, he, like, yeah, it, it it did create the slasher sort of masked killer genre. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and yeah, you know, I, I, you know, uh, Max has like the Michael Myers sort of um yeah uh costume. So you know, it is chock a block with references to stuff like that, just eighties in general. Some people um, don't really like that. Um, you know, it's just that they think it's, you know, 80, 80s nostalgia is very popular at the moment. I and think having that sort of like those references all the time is pretty um, on the nose. But I mean, they are literally creating an homage to the 80s. So why not? I yeah. think it's because when Stranger Things first came out, there wasn't very much of an 80s homage around, around that time. Yeah. I mean, you had Star Wars and stuff, but, you know, I wouldn't say that's not a homage to kind of like the 80s. No, no, no. And then really after Stranger Things, it became much like always kind of like, oh, we need to make these films that are like about like the 80s homages and stuff like that. And I think then after a while, everyone, he starts getting a bit kind of uh, repetitive. And especially like that's, I feel like Ghostbusters Afterlife had that issue where, it's a really good film, but some people didn't like it. it. Was because it was like, oh, they're shoving in so many '80s kind of Ghostbuster references in your face. Yeah, and yeah. the idea is, and I feel like with Top Gun, Maverick did better because it didn't over rely itself too much on the '80s, kind mm. of the Top Gun. I um, mean, you know, they they sort of sang the you know Great Balls of Fire. But, yeah, I mean, but but why like not? I, I feel like stuff like Ghostbusters Afterlife, it was too much like oh, like. Remember this reference and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, member like, berries, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, Stranger Things kind of did start off the whole member berries thing, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, so, um, I feel like in this, I think that's why people got kind of like, oh, okay, we've got references to this now. We've got references to this. I feel like with straight this season, there wasn't too much references to stuff. They, like, uh, yeah, it was more subtle, I, mean, I think. I mean, it was more subtle. It wasn't like directly like in your face. Yeah. Like they were saying, "Oh, we're gonna go watch this," and I heard, "Well, you know, I heard it's bad," and I'm just like, "Well, mm. you don't know it's bad." It's like hindsight yeah. in a day. I, I think it's like, yeah, there was you know some sort of like pop culture eighty sort of stuff, but then there was sort of like um, 
um, culture just in general. So, you know, the sort of like D&D um, hysteria about, you know, people thought it was like, oh, you know, it bred sort of like satanic it's so, cult. It's, it's so... Pearl clutching, isn't it? And it shows so, sort of like... I found the idea that such a dumb thing. It's like people believe mm. that. But then again, I feel like it comes down to kind of fundamentalist, insane... People Americans who read, who, read the, who read the Bible too much. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, uh, there's a YouTuber called Cynical Reviews, and he did a sort of a really good sort of um, review of like 80s like hysteria against D and D. Yeah, so, yeah. Cynical Reviews on YouTube. Well, Black Sabbath was such a big thing where people were like, um, oh, this is really famous. Um, it's called the West Memphis Free. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you heard about this? It's about um, didn't they commit suicide? No, it's um, but um, it's basically it's uh, it's in West Memphis. It happened in the early nineties. Um, one of the director, guy who directed the documentary, went on and done quite a lot of other documentaries and stuff okay. on Netflix. Um, it's a three part. It's basically each one's like a film. It's a documentary, and it's about um, these three boys. I think it's three who boys little boys who get like um who are found murdered and like and basically raped in this forest and these three men get um accused of the crime of mur- being murderers and they get sent to prison yeah but then the idea is it's one of the most um basically corrupted kind of unjust un- you know injustice unjust cr- uh, crimes of like american history where the idea is they put these people in and they realize they had they, they actually they, the police messed with the evidence to put these three men away oh, because the, the police were like, oh, these three guys, all they do is they listen to heavy metal, they get they get high all the time, they get drunk. They're so... You know, it's basically what they did with um, making a murderer guy. Yeah. Um, they just needed a scapegoat then. They needed a scapegoat and they were like, oh, you know, these... And the idea was apparently like, apparently these stupid theories were... Um, where the spot where these children died, we saw like kind of heavy metal, kind of like like people will like they will come down here and they were like um, summon demons and have like evil orgies and stuff with the devil. It was so really when you listen to it, it seems really silly. Yeah, it's like uh, and you know they're like oh the, you know they, they they were having like you know they were having sex with demons from hell and stuff like that. <laughs> Can't and they see. were they were worshiping the uh, great Satan and stuff like that. And basically, the police were like, "Oh, we need to, you know, we'll, we'll put these guys away because they kind of blamed them for some of the evidence because they were like, oh, this seems very satanic.' The murders, oh, these people done. They might they they don't sound they sound like they're satanic. Let's put them in prison. And it turns mm-hmm. out really that it, they police really were corrupt and really messed with the evidence. Um, so there's stuff like that. And again, it was just kind of like, oh, they listen to Black Sabbath. This is devil music and stuff like that. So it was such a big hysteria. And the idea is like people playing D&D, they thought, oh, you're basically playing the role of like, I, I, it, you're like, you know, you're, you're dealing with witchcraft and wizards and stuff like that. It's very strange when I feel like, even I feel like if Lord of the Rings came out in the 80s, it would have just had that kind of satanic thing to it. Yeah, I swear there there has been some kind um, of things of it. Well, it's... when Harry Potter came out, there was um, 
uh, like hysteria. Oh, you know, oh, it's about witches and stuff, and you know, it's 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 satanic. It's so you know, it's like, so dumb. People so would always um, it's pearl clutching, isn't it? It's like oh, you know, oh, think of the children and all this stuff. People will always do that, and they always think like oh, you know, the the morality of like society has been degraded by you know the, these youths of today. It, it it'll always exist. Well, the idea know? is like the the people that listen to Black Sabbath and Metallica were like. Back then, were all these troublesome people and stuff like yeah. that. So they were an easy target. Yeah, yeah. Um, people just like to take advantage of. Something yeah. Like, so, know. so it's. I, I'm glad. I'm. I'm glad they kind of that they referenced that. But yeah. again, watching it, I'm just like, this is so annoying. And I mean, the guy who basically follows it, Jason. I'm like, I've got to say that this guy was just like, I hated him more than Vecner, which yeah. is kind of. And he was just so annoying. He was in the way. And I'm just like, mate, your girlfriend got killed. Why are you going after? You see a guy. He sees his friend, yeah, hovering hmm. in the air. And he believes that Eddie has caused that. It, it's 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 a bit silly. But I think he's basically the kind of, he is the figure for kind of the mass hysteria of like, you know, yeah. of what America was like back then. And he was like, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm going to kill." When it gets to the point where he's going to kill like um, um, Lucas, I was like, "Mate, you're going to kill a kid!" <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, right? like you have gone like way a bit. Maybe we could say that he's a bit over. I mean, the cow's a bit like over the top. You could say that, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it was quite. I'm like, not gonna lie, shallowly his, written as well. Also, it? his death was so happy. I was so uh, happy with his death. Yeah. Because I was like, thank God he's out of the way. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, talking about deaths, there's been a few. Right, know. yeah. And we had a few. Right, this is one of my criticisms. I've actually, I, I've seen some people, like, basically criticise the final for this. And I have got this as well, is I feel like they aren't killing major characters. But it, it, It's suffering from, like, you know, Game of Thrones, isn't it? Well, we're, not re- well. I mean, you know, we have like these very you know, popular characters, or we we can't kill them off. Let's give but, them but, but loads of, Thrones, of pot armor. But Game of Thrones, like back back then, they kill off Ned Stark. They kill off the main the main character in season one. No, but, like, no, but they, what I mean is that that was in the book, so that that had to happen. And I know, but I, that that was very like thematic, and that it shows that in this world, good people are you know the heroes. They don't win. You know, like the evil people are cleverer, and, and you know they'll use any means necessary to win. Whereas heroes won't, and that's why. Yeah, they and I feel like but by the end, it was you know they did their own sort of thing because it went beyond the books because the books aren't finished. So they just became susceptible to these big egos, and they're writing in their contracts. You know, oh, we've got to be you know to the, towards the end, and we're gonna have a happy ending for this character. And the actors had say in what their characters did. And I think that's what's happening in US. You know, I'm not gonna lie, they're getting my... paid more and more, and they just can't kill them off because they're popular. This is my opinion. Once you now basically said about eleven has powers to bring people back from the dead, yeah, it kind of really removes all tension now, and kind yeah. of like you you could die from this. And I don't, I really don't like it when characters do that. Like mm. I'm, I, 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 like when you have people with the power of resurrection. It it kind of does remove kind of tension and kind of you know oh the realism of it 
And I felt like, I'm not going to lie, Max, I do apologize to people who are massive Mac fans, but I felt like her character had the perfect death and bringing her, keeping her alive is kind of like, kind of ruins that kind of moment. Because yeah, yeah. In a, I feel like she was going to die. You, like, you need to have a death. You need to have one of the core group that dies, yeah? I know Eddie dies. But then again, he was just introduced in the, the series. Yeah. I was expecting, when they said there's going to be five deaths in the show, this season, I was like, okay, who's it going to be? And they're going to have to kill off a main, main person. But they don't. And I felt like season two, Bob gets killed. But he was introduced in the first episode of season two. Um, what's his name? Billy gets killed in season three and season three, but he was in the yeah. Uh, I mean, he, his character he was, a, was kind of butchered anyway. He was a, he was a side character anyway. Eddie dies in this one. Doctor Brenner d- dies again, and I feel <laughs> yeah. like they actually finally killed him. Um, and then. So, ha- that, right, there's been five deaths, apparently. There's going to be five, there was said to be five deaths in this um, last episode. So, we had Eddie, we had Dr. Brenner, um, Max, then you had Jason. There's who's the fifth one? <laughs> I feel, yeah. When I was watching the season final, I was like, okay, they're not going to kill off any characters because this is like main characters. And I felt like Max, you needed like one of the. I felt like by making it more mature, making it more dark and having actual main characters die, then you make it more, you, know, you make the stakes higher. You make exactly. it it's like, yeah. and I felt like this could be the perfect fine episode to do it. Unless they're going to do what, I mean, what, look at Harry Potter, the kill of Dumbledore in the yeah. penultimate kind of book, chap, the book, didn't they? Yeah, like I mean, they kill off Dumbledore, like, and then I've you know, but in the in the films, obviously, you know, I, I treat Hyde Potter Parts One or Two as one film, in my opinion, because they are just one big film, and a lot of characters die now. But as I felt like with this, they should have just killed off someone, like one of the main characters, like one of the main kind of group, and they didn't, um, and. I felt like Max's death would have been like it was a, such an emotional death, and it was kind of like it was a kind of a closure for her character. But then now Eleven has brought her back, and now she's in the coma. But then I'm not gonna lie, she she has her body's like messed up now. Every single bone in her body's broken. She's blinded in both eyes. It's like what is the point? It's like. I mean, she's not going to do anything, though, is she? She's no, it's commission. So it, it's, it, why it's like, bring her back like that? I know. It, 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 I, I don't really get it. I, I really don't get it. And, and I feel like this. I, I don't know why creators are too worried about killing off their main characters, especially when you got end of world. Because I, this is how I felt with this, this, um, the end, this ending, this season final. You may disagree with me, but this was. This was when they lost. Literally, like if you watch every single season, the f- finale, they get world back. Yeah, they yeah. win. Uh, they close the gate and defeat the mind flayer in the season two finale. In season three finale, they get rid of the crazy monster and shut down the kind of um, the the gate 
in mm. um, under the um, the mall. With this, they actually lose because Max's death is the fourth chime, yeah. and it creates this rift open in um, Rift open Hawkins. Yes, they vanquish Vecna, but Vecna's still alive. Yeah, but who is him? Don't they? But they have actually lost because they failed to stop the impending yeah. destruction. Yeah, so they have they, lost. Yeah, they've lost. Yeah, and I felt like you need like a massive death to kind of beat us, like a kind of the you know the kind of like oh they have lost. Like yeah, this is where they sort of they've gone off the boil. I think. Yeah. It was a very thrilling ending. I really did like the ending, but it's like, where do they go from here? And this is why it reminds me that this show should have been an anthology series. That it was a perfect season one, right? When they made season two, it should have been a totally different story, not connected at all to Hawkins or like, you know, the kids and L11. It should have been different, like, stories, you know, you know, like, like, Black Mirror, you know, like um, Twilight Zone, exploring different aspects of like science fiction and horror. But no, <laughs> they didn't. I, I just, I agree, but also disagree. I feel like an anthology series would work this, but now I'm watching season four, and I realize you can add more to it. But mm-hmm. then again, it's like they should. have... I don't think this should be five seasons. Oh because God! Because no. now you are really just you. You kind of know what's going to happen at the end of it, yeah. Um, and they're really setting up. And this is like this is the first time they've um, they've lost. So it's, but I feel like you, this season could have been like maybe a season before or something like that. Um, but I mean, I, I, I love the finale. Um, but again, it felt I I I had no I I I, I like having the stakes being raised more and i felt like a, a major death would have really raised the stakes more in my opinion um yep and because you know if you kill off a main character i feel like people were expecting the main character to die like people obviously don't want it but then again it's like nobody wants any character they love to die do they no exactly you know, People who read the books didn't even want to read Ned Stark to die, but they knew that yeah. he was going to die anyway. Well, like you said, he... like, like Dumbledore, isn't it? Dumbledore's yeah. like the greatest wizard. He's like really, he's a good guy, but yeah, he gets killed. Yeah. And yeah, it just. And again, you need to mm. have, you need to have hero deaths. Exactly. Yeah. But then you know you're going to win in the mm. end. But I mean, and I think this sort of like um, links into what I said. I'm sure I've told you this. Like, I really disagreed with them bringing back Hopper because he died. They mourned him. He died. Story-wise and um, within the story itself. Bringing him back just, you know, it negates any sort of sacrifice that he did because his loss made, you know, like, yeah, like the characters mourned, but they also grew as people because of their loss of him, especially Eleven. But having him come back and like oh, I, the, the the sort of like gulag sort of plot line with like Yuri. Yuri was insufferable, by the way. He became really annoying. He was yeah. annoying as hell. Yeah, yeah. The, the jokes he made, they all fell flat, right? 
that was probably like the worst written character of the the season. I'm not gonna um, lie. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I did like the gulag scenes because I just loved like anything. Oh, that aesthetic, right? Russian like Soviet, Soviet. Sort of stuff. Yeah, well, I'm not yeah. communist. I'm not socialist, but like <laughs> I just like the whole kind of like Russian gulag. Yeah, kind of yeah. Vibe. I don't know. Like it's like like Soviet punk, isn't it? It's yeah, just like that. Yeah. 80s, like very yeah. 80s. Yeah, like it gave me it's like, so much yeah. metro kind of vibe. Yeah, you know? metro. Like, yeah, especially yeah with like the sort of um, the demogorgons in the prison. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but again, it felt very yeah. just slow. And then there were times where that that plot really dragged on. Where yeah. first he was in the, in a prison, and then he tries to escape. He goes to a church, and then he gets captured again. Goes to another prison, where he fights the demogorgon, and then he gets rescued by uh, Murray and and Joyce. They then go back to the church, realise that then they need to actually get back. They need to help the others, so they have to go back to the prison. Yeah. It, it feels... It, that point, it feels like they're really dragging it on. It was convoluted, wasn't it? And the whole but... Yui thing was kind of like, why, like, why do we need Yui here? Like, it didn't really... I mean, it did... I mean... You had uh, what's his name? Um, uh, oh, Enzo. Yeah, Enzo as kind of like the the Russian protagonist. Yeah, and you, the example of like how Russia views the West and stuff like that. How oh, you Americans think it's you know, yeah, you think we're okay, we're not, but you know, we want to go to America and stuff like that. It's like again American propaganda for like you know eighties yeah. and stuff like that. But it's against Yui. It's like, why do you need Yui? Like, they should have killed him in the plane crash. It's just like... Exactly, yeah. But why do they keep him alive? Because of plot, we need a Russian guy to get into the prison. Yeah. And he's like, he's comic relief, isn't he? You know? I know. It, it, it's... Yeah. The comic relief counters... Like, you know Hopper's not going to die because he, quote-unquote, died last season. So I know. they can't so kill him again. They can't they? kill him again. Yeah. And so when there's scenes where he's fighting the Demogorgon, you know he's going to win. Exactly. So yeah. there's no stakes there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I really liked when he had a sword and he was going up against um, Demogorgon. Where did that, that sword really... come from? I know, but it was fun. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. liked it. I that really was cool. liked that. But I think I think they don't. I think they didn't want to kill off Hopper because, like, okay, we don't want Eleven to lose her dad now. Because, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, Eleven has had so much shit these past four seasons. Like, I mean, this season, it's like the, the way she's bullied is really unwatchable. Not because it's bad, they're cringy, but it's because it's like... It's traumatic. Yeah. It's like, I can't watch this. This is really... Just, like, when in the skating ring, yeah? Yeah. And I'm just like, you know oh, what? God. Yeah. Why yeah. is she being blamed for hitting a girl when everybody was laughing at her and stuff like that? Yeah. And it's, it's a bit kind of like, oh, my God, they really want to push that. Like, they really want, like, Eleven to be, like, fucking walked over, don't they? It's like, so I think killing her, her Hopper would probably be kind of like, oh, we want, like, you know, it's mm. kind of like we want, they're trying to wander Maxim off 11. It's like, okay, we're going to make Wanda lose everybody she loves and just make it, you know, it's like, we're going to go there. For and, the lols. Uh, yeah. And they feel like, oh, we're going to kill off Hopper. Nah, we're not going to kill off Hopper because now nah, we don't be too much. Because he's 11. a fan favorite. Yeah. We can't kill him off. We can't, literally. He has so much plot <sighs> armor in this. Uh, oh yeah, in yeah. this show, um, it was quite satisfying to see him sort of like you know, not just survive but thrive within the prison. That was quite satisfying. But yeah, it 
got very convoluted very quick. Um, as well, I thought, um, I mean, to switch it up a bit, like a bit of a pivot. Everything with uh, Eddie Munson was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I, um, I, is it really? Joseph Quinn portrayed him? He uh, was fantastic. What What has he been in? I've seen him before somewhere. Uh... He, he, I wouldn't say he went like very campy, but he he chewed up all of the sort of scenery whenever he was on screen. He, he, you know the sort of like heavy metal, like eighties rocker, you know, like slash. Oh, nerd. he's he's an English he's an English guy. Yeah, yeah, um, he's been in quite a few things. He was in Overlord. Um, oh, I haven't seen it, but okay, that's that's a, that's the Nazi zombies kind of. Ah, one right, with, uh, yeah. Um. He was in Game of Thrones. I can't remember. He was oh, in right. Who did he play? Oh, he was. I think he was in, his name's called Kona. I think he was. He was in the Spoils of War. Oh, uh, right. He Small was part. in. He was in Les Mis, uh, the BBC miniseries. Oh, right. That's where I've seen him. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was. He, um, he was one of the revolutionaries, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He was Catherine. The, he was. He's in Catherine the Great. He's in Strike for BBC. Mm, okay. Uh, he's in Small Axe. Yeah. Um, he was one of the police officers in Small Axe. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. Um, another scene which I really sort of like liked was the idea of finding his guitar, but in the Upside Down was very cool. Yeah, that was. You know, cool, and they yeah. make it. It's like it's like it's almost like it's meant to be here for for me. It's like, that was magical. It's like I, very very fantasy, which I liked. And and I loved it how they kind of. That guitar scene wasn't as full. Oh, well, guitar scene. Did you see, we um, what, did you see what he was playing? I know, that's brilliant. Master like, of Puppets by Metallica. Yeah. It's, Fantastic. It's such a They and do. They, you know, they, they shredding. You know, like that was, that was amazing. They yeah. picked the songs really well for a show when they play. Even the trailer <laughs> um, songs. Like, that, that is, I mean, it's not like a meme, it's just the biggest pop culture thing about Stranger Things, I think, at the moment. Yeah, is yeah. the idea that um, Max's favourite song, Running Up That Hill, you know, as we, as we were talking about earlier, to, to, you know, to be happy and to escape from the nightmare that Vecna has for her. It's fantastic, because it's something, you are know, like, oh, you know, I, oh, I wonder what mine would be, sort of thing. It's, and... it's like We Will Rock You, but with Stranger Things. And it's audience participation, which is, people love audience participation and uh i think metallica works so well for eddie because it's kind of it's 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 much a kind of like it's like a celebration of like heavy metal really yeah yeah and metallica's yeah. It's a heavy metal. Isn't it? yeah, pu- metal puppets yeah. it's such a well-known yeah. kind of song it were, and, and the guitar the yeah the use of guitar now it's amazing but also yeah. it's like it's like vecna master puppets like it just yeah. fits so well like yeah it's like it you're not gonna play yeah. like a, a very kind of soothing rock song in the upside down you're gonna <laughs> no. go full on like yeah demonic kind mm. of like us yeah but let's go hard, hard but, heavy but then, and stuff like that. um at the end of uh papa when they are you know sort of like splitting up and getting ready to you know in their positions to confront vecna mm. they play um Separate ways by Journey. Yeah, that song, that that remix, that remix, that song is in the trailer. Yeah, um, it was fantastic. Again, it fits thematically. Um, yeah. But yeah, they were using sort of like the is it glam rock? It's very like operatic rock, isn't it? Journey. Um, yeah. You know, they went well on for doing you know, like uh, "Don't Stop Believing" and stuff. It, it was well, perfect. You know, this this celebration of eighty sort of like. Um, well, uh, they, pop culture. They played. Um, you know the scenes where um, Henry is is giving his origin story to yeah. Eleven, 
and to Nancy. And they're playing Prophecies by Philip Glass. Um, so I don't know if you know this. This is from this film. Uh, it's from a score from a film. Um, I've heard of it before. Because I'm sure you you sent it to me, didn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what's it from? Oh wait, it's from I, I can't pronounce it. It's from Koi Koi Yan in this quasi, which is a not. It's basically it's nineteen eighty two American experimental non narrative film, um, and it's basically just uh, it's a slow motion time lapse of cities and natural landscapes. Yeah. So it, and it's 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 quite one of these kind of experimental indie films that came out in the eighties and and it's like really well known and stuff and it's about and it's like a trilogy and it's all okay. about like nature humans nature technology and the, the, the one of the main themes is called um prophecies yeah and that is what's playing during it's an eight nine minute song and it's like it's it's, it's a theme and I think it works well with Vecna because it talks about all our stuff like, you know, humans, nature and stuff like that. So I think that works really well. Um, mm. But give, give it give it a listen. It's really good. Yeah. It's like, it's really, really good. Um, but yeah, uh, that's what um, there, there was that. But yeah, like even in season three, they had like uh teenage, you know, um, oh, what's it called? Is it The Who? Um, that really famous Who song. Um, um, oh damn! A lot of the Who songs are very famous, but no, um, but you know the one. You the know, one that's the, introduce the, Billy. They played "Rocky Like a Hurricane." Yeah, a fantastic choice. It, it's '80s pop culture again. Is it over the top? Yes, but it works. It's a celebration of like, especially '80s pop, which is not. Baba well O'Reilly. That's it. Baba O'Reilly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's exposing these songs, which if you're into like 80s songs, you know of them. But yeah. to the wider audience, who could have recognized Running Up That Hill before Stranger Things? You know, I mean, I did. I did. I, I'm not going to say like, oh, I, I liked it before it was cool, but like, I like <laughs> the placebo cover of it. Well, I did like Metallica, Master Puppets before it was on Stranger Things. Yeah. So, you know. But, you know, like, it exposes <laughs> people to like 80s sort of like music, isn't it? And, you know, I mean, Kate Bush is like raking in the profits of the moment. She's making millions. That's from a song we yeah. played. It, I mean, she is uh, very uh, happy, should we say. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it it does put you back into like the 80s sort of like aesthetic. I remember like watching, I think it was like season one or two with my, my parents and they remember thinking like, Jesus, like this, is this like what like the 80s aesthetic was? It looks awful. <laughs> you know, n- not that it was unrealistic, but it's that it's, you know, everything was beige. Everything was like brown. Oh, like remember like brown glass? That was an aesthetic back in the day. Oh, God's sake. And then like, but... you know, the clothes and the hair and stuff. But what the show does well is it introduces new audiences to the 80s. Yeah. So those audiences that don't know much about the 80s, they will go off and watch stuff like The Goonies, Stamp by Me, and, and read Stephen King books and kind of stuff like that. Um, you know, like even there's like references to Star Wars and stuff like that as well. It's, just, I mean, it's basically what me and you would be like if we were living in the 80s. It's like <laughs> the, the nerdiness of yeah. kind of like watch. Because you had so much great things like, 
I mean, you, you, you're on about... I mean, I don't think it's Stranger Things... I don't know how it would work in Britain in the 80s because it's a very different kind of place. Oh, I mean, Britain in the 80s was terrible. Yeah. You know, standard <laughs> um, living was terrible, but yeah. But, I mean, in America in the 80s, I mean, you just... There, there was always something, like, on the cinema that was something very, very new. Like, hmm. you know, like... I mean, looking at 1982, you had a choice between going to see one of two full films in, like, one weekend. You know, when you had, like, um, Star Trek, Rafa Khan, you had The Thing, you had Blade Runner, stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it was... It was a time where people were seeing new things they'd never seen before. It was a time of very much technological advancement in America. Yeah. Yes, you had the Cold War and stuff like that, but, you know, you had just... It's like a romanticization of the 80s. Yeah? Well, you know, like, I think, like, especially, like, the sort of um, existential threat of war with the USSR mm. fueled a lot of the sort of, like, culture. Like, you know, it fueled sort of music especially. Well, the 80s. Like, l- lamenting the, the the war, and also just like, of, you know, basking in the idea that well, you know, we can be destroyed at any moment. Let's have a party, and that's well, what, you... that's what it was. You know, they they realized that even if you know a bomb did you know was launched towards us, what can we do? It was a sense of just well, you know, we're all fucked anyway, so let's just have fun. They, you know, you you were living in the Cold War. What, what are you going to do? Are you going to like worry about it all the time or are you just going to, you know, enjoy it? Um, and I feel like, definitely, I agree. And I feel and I feel like you can, different areas of the 80s just being romanticised and you kind of, like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's not just, I mean, you've got, you know, you've got music, you have one, you've got, um, you've got film, films, television, another one, got D&D, Dungeons and Dragons, another one, you've got kind of the high school kind of you know life as well like the jocks and the nerds and <laughs> yeah you know and stuff like that well even like sort of like classical like 80s films bullies isn't it uh, and, and also you've got um we talk about this in a second you've got kind of the stoner kind of culture oh yeah um yeah. and also then you've got the kind of espionage spy kind of thing like oh you've got like west berlin east berlin you've got kind of like you know espionage uh kgb spies cia yeah, yeah. mi6 mi5 you know it's very um it's very romanticized in that way and it, it just works so well um I, I think that's one thing i did like about like the kind of it's important the kind of the stone era because yeah it, yeah With, um, and uh argyle wasn't it uh, yeah. oh he's so funny i mean but he, what, i didn't he, really like him to begin with but then he did grow on me by the end i think because the whole thing with him and yui was yui was just so annoying and didn't really do anything he was just he was a tag along yeah it didn't really help in any way until the end but he's like oh i'm gonna change my mind now because <laughs> the, and now i have to put up how i my past and you know this is so random with yeah. argyle yes he was high all the time but he actually has some really good thoughts um, yeah yeah he's and, insightful isn't he yeah and i, I just love that he's just always high all t- like him and, and um uh, John Jonathan were always high all the time. I, I gotta and say though, like Jonathan didn't have like a lot to do this season, did he? No, he was pretty no. useless. He, I, I don't know what they're, they're. I think they're trying to set up a love triangle with him, Nancy, and Steve. I mean, I'm happy with that because I I'm a true I'm I'm a stan I'm standing um Nancy and Steve. They should have yeah, remained together. I know now. And... It's outrageous that uh, she's with jo- Jonathan. 
Yeah, and I think now it's it's going to turn into yeah. that. To be honest, which call me you're like you know I, I, enjoying like the drama and stuff, but she should be with uh, Steve. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Ugh, God and damn Steve it. and Steve is probably the most developed character of this show. Yeah, in terms well, of like how no, he like... was meant to be an asshole, wasn't he? In oh season my one. god, he but was so insufferable. He... Yeah, but 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 he was also he was he was a good guy as well, wasn't he? You yeah. Know? But you like, know, or what I mean is, like, he was redeemable, wasn't he? Yeah. And yeah. that, well, how, like, yeah, they lay into the meme of like, oh, he's a babysitter and all this stuff. But he's a, he's a good character. I I, I still loved him relationship between him and Dustin. Even though the whole, it was <laughs> yeah. kind of the more Dustin and kind of that was the sad to watch. Like, I think that's the first time you see Dustin cry. Someone yeah. Said, was when Eddie died. It's yeah. So, it's so. It's hey hey. I'm not gonna lie. You know, like. Your D and D, your players, you know, your people you play D and D with, there is that strong connection there. Yeah, know? especially like, like a degree of trust with the DM as well. Yeah, isn't there? Yeah, and that sort of like respect of like you know you 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 fear the DM. You're afraid of getting on their bad <laughs> side, but there's a sort of like yeah, like this trust and respect of like oh, the DM should be respected and stuff. But also, but you, but, play, um, you, yeah. you play you you play together, and also you're like. You're in like situations together, so you fight together and stuff like that. It's yeah, like kind yeah. of like, that kind of creates a great bond. Yeah, like brothers um, in arms sort of relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it's really traumatic when like his with his death and <laughs> yeah and it and how he oh, came he says like, in the end and he's like oh, I I didn't run away this time. I'm like no, oh my and, god, Eddie, jeez. Um and and he's like oh I'm now a hero and stuff like that. Like he definitely believed he was a hero. But in in the eyes of like everyone else that people that don't know. He was the leader of a cult that killed people. I know. Like, I what don't, the I, hell? I, I don't know why they didn't. They didn't like. I, I'm not gonna lie. This is really dumb. They're like, there's this massive earthquake here, yeah, which is like ripples throughout the town, and and it's always like eat like you know kind of lovely kind of red you know fire and stuff coming yeah. out, and people like this is linked to a guy that lives in his granddad's trailer. It's really just... then again, this is Middle America. I know it's so dumb. I I I I wish I wish they kind of obviously they gave justice to his character. But then again, it's like you, 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 they should have changed it to be like Eddie. They should be like this is what Eddie didn't cause this. He he died. Well, his town and stuff like because it's I'm not gonna sweet, like, isn't it? You can't keep. I'm not. You can't keep playing to the to the American public of the town saying, "Oh, this was an earthquake." People are like, okay, this is something very that's not natural. Like, this is superstition gone out the window. Yeah, you it's kind literally... of hard to like hide. The, yeah, but like, you literally have hell. Tie plumes of smoke. And you fire have hell it. literally opened. Yeah. yeah, this happened. This is a sign of the day of judgment. End of day. <laughs> yeah. and yet people are <laughs> they like, were, they were right. They were right all along. Yeah, and yet people are like, oh, it's an earthquake. <laughs> yeah. It's like what. <laughs> It's like well, it's, it's meant to be the government, isn't it? Like trying to say, like, oh, stay calm, everything's okay. Isn't no, it? yeah, but then you trying got... to put a band, a bandaid, and a, pl- a plaster on, you know, a stump. Your arm's been cut off, isn't it? They're trying to stay you know, to maintain some semblance of calm. I'm not gonna lie. I feel it's like everyone in the Hawkins community, apart from the main people, are just really, t- are just really dumb. Like <laughs> my opinion, it's just like, well. Do you know where you had that sort of like uh, banner outside and saying, you know, like, oh, help is with um, God brings help or something. 
next season we're obviously going to get the religious like fundamentalists aren't we new characters who are like preaching that oh you need to like repent gonna go full stephen king by introducing mad like religious people which i'm all on board for because they're they're so fun to explore it it becomes a point where like like you still like in this kind of world you still believe in a god but then you look at all this it's like this is not god like the idea is like god well you know like there is no god now you know it's kind of like this is not this is hell that you opened up it's and then you still believe oh this is linked to a a, a guy who was in the cult called the hellfire club and it's it, it's really dumb i wish they kind um, of yeah i wish they kind of wrapped up and closed that kind of thing i i kind of hated how yeah that was tagged on when it on like the news report it's like there has been a catastrophic earthquake in this small town and in other news, yeah, like the, the the guy who may or may not have been part of a satanic cult, he's also missing, along with like everyone else. Like, why did they feel the need? If not, that was just I know, I know, fed to the audience, wasn't it? I know it. It, it that part really annoyed me, and yeah. the idea is like literally, right? No, Dustin, yeah, yeah. Is this is he like going to be limped for the rest of his life now? Because I feel um, like I, I nah, don't know what. No, nah, that's 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 going to be a temporary thing. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to go do an aunt, uh, Uncle Owen and just limp all the time now. Nice. <laughs> well, he <laughs> did. He, he's limping. I was like, oh, God. It's like, Dustin can't, like, run anymore. It's like, shit. It's like, I don't know. Nah, um, I, I don't think they'll they'll do anything with that. Um, but, um, I, I mean... He broke, did he break his leg just falling off the thing, didn't he? Probably, yeah. Yeah. But he, he's one of the heroes, isn't he? He's got plot armor, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it, just, just ignore about that. It, ignore that. Do you think? By the, by the way, Eddie Munson's missing. Do you know that? <laughs> do you think they're going to um, kill off one of the main four boys in the last? They'll season? have to. They'll have to. I I thought Will was going to uh, not Will. I, I thought Mike was going to die because they had sort of like the the, the little like lovers tiff, didn't they, at the beginning, saying, "Oh, you know, you don't you don't say you love me and all this stuff." I thought by the end he'd say that he loves her and then sacrifice himself for her. I was waiting for him to die. And like, I don't know. I was I was surprised when they didn't actually do it. You didn't realize that literally. You you realize this, Jason also Jay, I can't remember. He literally called Max to die because <laughs> he was just yeah. He was like, he was, I'm, I'm not gonna I, honestly. That really just it's really irritating and it just really annoys <laughs> me because I feel like I am watching brain dead people. Like like you literally are like, oh my god, you like got her under a spell. You know, like bring it down. Yeah. Like, mate, this isn't human. This is not normal. Uh, it's all right. I know it's that part. Annoys me. I probably just skipped that part to be honest. Well, they they needed sort of like her to and and, die, and I, didn't they? I do like that they made out of jocks. I'm not gonna lie. Again, it it just shows that like jocks are just useless. Day. <laughs> Why would you still want to be a jock? Like, I mean, it's it's just um, it's just so dumb, isn't it? Um, Really, really dumb, but um, I know it's sorry, it's, it's just so. Um, well, I don't think they were going to kill off Dustin or anything like that. Yeah, I don't think I think next season they're going to do so. I don't know what's going to happen next season. There's going to be a lot of character deaths, I think. Well, um, they've done too much, I don't think they should do anymore, but they obviously will. Okay, now, like, that was a pretty cool scene, though. It was. It was 
very well filmed in that you see all the sort of like plumes of smoke and like the the red lightning from mm. the upside down is in our world now and you see all sort of like groups of characters just you know like they're holding hands bracing themselves you know like in this brave new world yeah i wonder what's gonna happen it's i think like the stakes are too big for for what they started off with this like the premise is that you know a group of like kids solve like you know they save the world but now it's just too big for them and they've introduced like oh you know there's like government stuff and you know when the the, the government like g-men had a fight in the bunker yeah, it was at I, that point I was thinking like, oh, this is just a bit too much now. Yeah, I'm thinking, why is the army now coming? Getting yeah, what? Why? Why is this plot now with the U.S. military coming in now? And yeah. the guy wants to kill her. And if, oh yeah, and she brought down a helicopter. Are they just going to forget about that? Are they just going to leave her alone? No, or are they going to go after her again? It feels really just like why? Like yeah, <sighs> why would they stay in Hawkins now? Oh, because they have to save the world. Like, no, the, the world is ended. I literally it's over. Thought, You've lost. You, you know in this, when it starts whipping, yeah? Oh, yeah. I thought when the when the, it, the, it came to down to the four deaths, the four four dings, and it ripped, everything got ripped, ripped up, up and up throughout uh, Hawkins. Yeah. I thought it was going to go through, throughout the entire world. Yeah, and then we're going to have a time jump where it's going to be that it's like post-apocalyptic. Well, it should have been like, Oh, two days later, I was thinking like, well, no, let's have something fun like, um, like like Endgame, right? Five years later, I remember how and, uh, like, uh, apparently that, that yeah. traumatized me in, uh, when uh, I was watching Endgame. Uh, apparently, said, it... five years later, I was like, no, like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about how I was. Feeling. Okay, on that point, they are saying there's gonna be a time jump. In yeah, this... but it'd probably be like six months or something. I don't think so. I think they said a couple of years. Well, why not embrace how like these kids are no longer kids anymore? That's what Have something for like five. say this is like two, three years or something. Two, two years later, they're older now. You know, they they sort of like trying to get on with their life, and no, the world's fucking ending. But that's what they're setting up for season five, though. That's why you're gonna have that season time. five. This show has gone on too long. God no, damn! I, 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 I mean. I did kind of. I think. I think the kind of like they, how they lost was a good point because I think every single series they have won, and now they've lost. And I think they had a time jump because they, because at the end of the day, also the actors are getting older, so I think they need to get have a time jump so so it fits to their age. But it's um, because they're really old for kids in junior yeah. school, you know, like. In like... they just keep, they just keep on failing, so they just have to re like reset the years. <laughs> it's like uh yeah, the, 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 it's like um what's it called in South Park where it's been like twenty five years. Oh yeah, still in the same year. In yeah, the year like group. fifth grade or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think sixth grade. I think. Um, oh, sixth grade. Okay. No, but I think that's what the plan is for um uh for season five. Um, so. Yeah, the US military. Dr. Brenner. Now, they brought him back and he was. Yeah. He was really dead just so we can get exposition about Henry. But I mean, I yeah. think it would have worked best maybe if he was just in the flashbacks moments rather than just be back because then it's like, oh, 11, I'm not letting you leave because your work's not been done. And I'm like, for God's sake. <laughs> it becomes like really annoying. 
Yeah. And when he got, uh, I think when he gets shot by the by the sniper, I was like, oh, please, they can't bring him back now. Like, <laughs> but I mean, he do, it does show about how he's actually kind of really the mad scientist who thinks that he is. They, it really puts the pressure on that. Puts the more oomph that he is literally a monster like yeah. he's a human monster like yeah. he's a mad scientist who like thinks that what he's doing is for his children but it's not and it's just like him trying to like in a way it's kind of like it adds to his own ego but yeah, it is, it, yeah. It's, 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 like, it's literally a prison that they're in so and the idea is he allows Eleven to be bullied because he thinks her is too powerful and so when Eleven releases Henry, you kind of really understand why Henry would do that. I mean, killing the kids is a bit... I mean, killing the hot, the staff, okay, something else. But when he murders all the kids, I think that's that's when it gets a bit... Oof, okay. Um, but you let the monster out of the cage, that's the thing. But she didn't... Because she... He played with her so well because he knew how kind of manipulative she can be. She can be so manipulative. Um, and he knew that because she's getting bullied, he can use that against her. And it feels like with Eleven, she's had this history of being used by people. Yeah. And it's, and we needed her. The idea is, I feel like her regaining her powers was, was kind of like how she was kind of broken after Hopper's death and how she. You need you need a moment where the hero loses his powers and regains them. You did that with yeah. Spider Man, Spider Man Two. Yeah, and it's again, like, it's like self discovery and like to also rediscover it's like themselves. does the powers make you? Does the power? Do, does the hero make the like? The, do you make the powers? Does the hero make the powers? Or does mm. the powers make the hero and stuff like that? And I feel like we're eleven. Her not having the powers again. You see her regain her powers through flashbacks, but then the flashbacks were. We need to see kind of like what happened and stuff like that. There's again, I'm very confused with the whole. I'm trying to get sort figure out how the timeline, the whole situation. And again, it doesn't really make sense. So I don't understand the whole point of the mother because it feels like the mother did the mother have powers or something. I I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I it, I need to look up a timeline for like how the massacre Hawkins lab kind of fits with the rest mm. of like 11 story. Um, yeah. Like while she was in Hawkins lab. Um, Cause the way they play it is like, she create creates uh, a doorway, a rift upside down and um, sends Vecna in. And then Brenner tries to re- recreate that. They're basically mm-hmm. what they're trying to say is they're really trying to put that like Vecna has been trying to get back into the real world mm-hmm. and release hell on earth. And he start and he tried to use um eleven and but she was able to basically stop his plans. So that's why he went to go into uh people's nightmares and creating rifts fake new like as as they said, like dams, creating mm. cracks and dams. Yeah, and that was his aim. Um, but 
I, I, the mortal by I, I kind of like how there's been like a presence throughout, like that, that like you are the meet, but then it, it comes under questions where the origins are the upside down because when we get the upside down, where Henry gets sent to the upside down, it's kind of like it's kind of like a different upside down to the one we usually see. Yeah, well, so it, you see, he saw the demogorgon there, so they they existed before him. Yeah, you know, and ah, oh, see, I kind of just wished that he wasn't the cause of everything. That the stuff like the mind flayer existed before him. I knew the mind flayer was caused by him because the idea of the spider, and then obviously the kind of oh, his obsession oh, yeah. with spiders. I kind of knew that was <sighs> that was coming. I oh, see. Um, like, I just really wish that it wasn't but then again it's like what is this what is this shadow that they're on about there's this mm. shadow that they've introduced in the gulag but then there's this shadow this big shadow and I, 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 we don't think we've seen that shadow before have we mm. so yeah. again it's i think season five is going to be kind of like a um the origins of the upside down, yeah, yeah, probably, and yeah. it's going to be one of the stories of like the rise and fall of the upside down and stuff like that. You know, it's like the kind of like the the kind of like, and I think it's really good for stories they do that where like they have like one series is like about the fall of the upside down and then you got the rise of it and stuff like that. Kind of really just. It's like when they do a Borg Empire, where yeah. in season five they had the final season, you had like kind of the rise of Nucky, and then you had the fall of Nucky yeah. Thompson. I think that would work well, but then it comes it comes to questions like what came first? Was it was it Vecna or was it the Upside Down? You know, like hmm. it's like I mean, uh, do we really need you know an explanation of like oh what the Upside Down is? I I, I would like one to be honest. I, I think like how it's so good and how like we fear it. Part of that is what is because we don't understand it, you know. And you don't always fear what you don't understand, I, I, Mister. I, I, I think, I think um, maybe I think like people like theorizing so much. Um, but we, sh- we I, should, didn't it? We should have like these different theories. You know, like, like it's fun how. Um, oh my god, I've forgotten his name. Dustin. He yeah. theorizes that oh, you know, maybe like it's been around for like thousands of years. And you're like, oh, you know, maybe, yeah, yeah. You, know, you haven't got to agree with him. It's just no. his opinion. No gotta have an opinion man but like i put it as i said in it earlier put in you know your explanation on it just gets rid of all of the sort of like magic and stuff and then it's, you're just left then with someone else's explanation which might not be satisfying to you it's very um it comes out the question is is vecna controlling the upside down or is it upside down controlling him and I mean, in season final, when the Demogorgons are getting killed, I felt like there was that kind of connection that was affecting him as well. Yeah. So yeah. it comes down to the question is, does he control the Demogorgons or do the Demogorgon, does he get controlled by by the Shadow yeah. or something like that? It is interesting. Because he, look, he looks like he turns the Shadow into something that he designed, like the, the yeah. Mind Flare, the yeah. Spider. Well, he was so, there, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and he was mm, like... Un- yeah, it was formless, wasn't it? And it's due to his will, he created the mind flayer sort of thing. That yeah. shadow. Yeah, because I think that is the mind flayer, isn't it? Like that sort of like high yeah. mind. But again, does the mind flayer get, just get destroyed in season two? Yeah, it's it's really weird. Like you think that it was, but then 
in the Russian sort of gulag, you see the sort of like that. They keep on saying, oh, the part, the particles and all this stuff. I was like, yeah, where did that come from? Like, I oh. know it. it I, I think there, there must have been like, a, I think there's another rift or like gate somewhere in Russia. Yeah. I thought it was going to be in, um, in that gulag. Hmm. And do you know how, like in season one, being in the upside down made you sick? And that's that's how you know ingesting all that sort of like shit in the air. That's how the mind flayer had this influence over Will. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking now, right? Do you know when they go back into the upside down? No one's wearing like masks or anything. I know. Think, it's, well, uh, like, what has has the upside down changed somehow? Like, why is no one taking this that seriously? Is, that's a plot hole. I actually know. And about I was that. thinking maybe they considered it, but there's some really important shit happening in the Upside Down, and if they cover their faces, they won't get to see those actors acting. <laughs> so, maybe it was on the cards, but they were like, oh, we can't sacrifice or, the, the or drama. It's, or, it's like the Upside Down, like, because they're so exposed, it uh, basically affects their bodies, and maybe they die of, like, maybe some <sighs> kind of disease, and, like, or corrupts their body. Uh, I, 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 yeah, it's a bit. I, I didn't notice that because you had to be going to kind of suits to go into. Yeah. Um, and then, well, that's that's just the government doing that, isn't it? But you know, like that's what I took from. That's why Will in season two was corrupted by like the mind flayer, uh, being possessed by the mind flayer, was because he was in there so long and he was in like those like spores and shit in the oh, air. No, to be fair, to, to be fair, he was in the spores though. I don't think he was corrupted just by being in the upside down. I think he was corrupted by yeah. being in the spores. But, but like but those spores spores things, they're everywhere in the upside down, isn't it? Yeah, but it, he wasn't he, he remember he was kind of like he was when they found him in the end of season one, he's kind of he's kind of attached to Oh something, yeah. And he's like being pumped oh, full of stuff. Right. Okay. And with this one they won't right so well, that's, reckon, that's the, the real thing then okay i think it would make sense otherwise you have to wear a suit and go in all the time I, I don't know maybe i think it's looked at maybe for uh it's too much mm. that's just well especially like all like the stuff they were doing like being in suits you know all the time it, it would have been and uh like logistically it would have been impossible i think well it's straight it's weird you got like you got the upside down and then you've you got like the vecna kind of memory kind of thing yeah. Where like he traps his victims in and kills yeah, them. Yeah, like um yeah, like the boiler room, isn't it, with uh, uh Freddy Krueger. Because in the final episode there is the upside down which Oh, okay, so the, it, the whole thing with Eleven and him killing uh Max is all inside his mind. Yeah. So okay. Like so Mind got, Palace sort of we've thing. Got a memory, yeah. We've got a memory in the mind. In a mind, okay, <laughs> okay. A um, dream within a dream. Yeah. Um, okay, I, I I get that now. Actually, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. Like, I, I I guess. Yeah. That that's okay then. I I thought I was being clever and had like a, a plot hole then, but um, I I I just don't get what. I I just don't know what they're gonna do moving forward. I've got another thing to point out, and I, 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 you know, I don't. That's something I want opinion. They really kind of focus on the question of will sexuality in this, in this season. Yeah, and 
the idea is I think he he likes Mike. Yeah. But they well, don't that's really... been um known for a while, isn't it? Like via the, the viewer. Uh like yeah, like the watcher. Yeah. I don't know why they just don't like come out and just like just fucking do it properly. I think it's but also I think they're trying to I think it's you know Jonathan knows, yeah. Oh god, but yeah. Again, it's again it's like it I know people want it, yeah. But then they're trying to really focus in on the time. And I mean, you are looking at the nineteen eighties and kind of how homosexuality was viewed back then. Hmm. So yeah, having Will come out to come out liking Mike, it it I feel like I think for story point it could work, but I mean I think they're trying to focus I don't know. I don't know about that. I think maybe they're trying to be very kind of not cautious with it, but I think they're trying to. Um, I think they're trying to uh, basically base it around the t- on the time where mm, I think yeah. during the eighties you had boys growing up and girls. I mean, the same thing happened with Robin. Robin likes the gu- like a girl. But it's like she doesn't really want to come out and reveal her sexuality. Yeah, it's because it's like you, they are very restrictive because of the time they live in. Yeah, and I think the Duffer Brothers kind of written it in a way that it's kind of like we want to, but maybe last season they will say it, they will it, it will come out. But then again, it's like certain sexuality back in the eighties. I mean, we watched this. It's a sin. The idea, and obviously, I think AIDS was around this time as well. So that kind of, you know, the idea was like AIDS was like the gay disease and stuff like that. Mm. It's um, it's very interesting, and I feel like they are really pushing it. But I, I just, I, I, I don't really want that to be kind of being like a, a plot, a, a plot arc that's kind of left, it doesn't get resolved. Yeah, like, I think I think it will be like a plot like next season. Uh, I just think they should just go on like on board with it like properly. Yeah, but I I felt like it was a very small thing in terms of everything else that was going on in the show. Yeah, wasn't yeah. It? Um, and but we can tell as the as the, as the viewer, basically, like what his sexuality is. Hmm. Um, but I mean. <laughs> You got. You always got the big fans that you know. You want will, like they want kind of like. Oh, we want you know release the will as gay, you know stuff like that. Duffer Brothers, um, but you know, it, it it you know it's it's it's. I wouldn't say like it's you could you. you it's not like you're not allowed to reveal your character gay on a TV show. Mm. Yeah, you're allowed to do that. But it's it's but, revealing to other characters, isn't it? That's the drama. yeah, and they're trying to set it in the contextual time period as well. Yeah, so that's basically what um, that's basically what they are doing, which I kind of respect for, to be honest. Um, but yeah, that's 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 my view. But I think I think also it's it's nice to have like members of the LGBT. Q plus community having like someone they can relate to on this show as well, and yeah. I think like, and it's about their kind of like them trying to open up about their kind of how they are 
feeling and you know who they like and their sexuality in like a world where you know in an environment where like we see a lot of like like heterosexual couples and stuff like that you know uh, i mean i'm not an expert in kind of like gay cinema or gay kind of theory on tv and stuff like that so uh, that that's just my view um uh i think I think we covered everything, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything else we... I mean, for season five, we can't talk about what we would like to see. Yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, I mean... Yes, Bring back could... Billy, season five. God damn you. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was horrible that they got rid of that character. <laughs> he should have been the American, not goddamn Hopper. Do you know what I... I do what is so funny, how they keep bringing back Mike's father. He's just so. Dis- oh yeah. He's just there. He's just a. He's a mean now as well, isn't it? He? He's just like yeah. he's so useless, isn't he? Like he's just like. Yeah, like yeah, he's like he's useless. We get it, guys. Jeez. I did like I did I did like how they uh, use more of Erica in this. I really like her character. Who's that? Uh, the Lucas's sister. Oh God! Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, she's yeah, she's a very very. Well, well done, character. Um, yeah. How old is she meant to be? I think she's supposed to be like ten, 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 ten years old or something. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the characters are good, you know, hmm. but it's just some. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I think they've just got to do some soul searching and I don't know, make some like good plots for next season. I, I don't know. I, I can't think of a good one because okay, I don't, okay. think, I don't okay. think they should be making it. This is this is my season five, yeah? yeah. Okay. Whatever you do, I don't want Eleven to die because Eleven's had so much shit these past, <laughs> past four seasons. Wanda Maximoff her. If they kill off well, they could do it and be like, Oh, we have to we have to by her death, we have to it's kind of like loose ends or something like that. I don't know. It's like, oh, mm. you defeat the evil, but you have the power to bring back the evil. So yeah, you might yeah. have to give either give up your your powers completely, or I don't know, make the ultimate sacrifice. I don't know. I feel like they shouldn't do that because I mean, you know, like like, like let eleven have a life. To be honest, yeah. Um, um, I I feel like they're going to kill off one of the main four, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I I obviously I don't think um, Hopper's going to die. Um, I think there's. I think Steve and Nancy will get back together. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's a given. I f- there is gonna be. Um, I don't know what else they're gonna. I mean, I think they they could have the gym and they want to have a happy ending for some of these characters as well, don't they? Mm. Like, so I think Jim and kind of. Um. Joyce is still going to, unless they kill off Joyce. Um, I don't know. There has to be a death that's going to be like, you know, like, like the ultimate kind of death. Well, there needs to be like some stakes, doesn't it? Kind of like bring them back all the time, like Harper. God damn it. I think when Max is a bit kind of like, what can Max do now? Nothing. I know. It's. I know it feels very much like. 
I think Murray's going to die. I don't know why. I've got a feeling like Murray's going to die. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I did like him with the flamethrower. That, uh, I'm not going to lie. That's something I thought was cool. It felt like so much like aliens with the yeah. flamethrower. Yeah. That was so cool, wasn't it? It's, oh. God. Well, when um, the Hopper film. came into the room with the flamethrower and he's wearing a sort of like, you know, like an Arctic sort of like ski coat, it looked like the thing. Oh, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, nothing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Again, yeah. you know, 80s yeah. nostalgia. Well, as yeah. you were saying, you know, aliens, 80s. Yeah. 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 They, all the action here always has flamethrowers, don't they? Yeah. I swear Rambo has one in one of the films, I can't remember. Like um, Predator, maybe, or something. I don't know. I haven't seen Predator in ages. The thing with the knives, the knives and the sticks, was they, that was in Predator as well. Uh, yeah. What they used on the bats. Um, but no, I think that's what's my, um, my feelings and Stranger Things 4. Um, season 5, I hope it comes, I don't want a three year wait. I can't, you know, it's, it's like, I really want to see what happens next because they really kind of set it up with the villains kind of in the, had one. It's kind of like, in in a way, it's like the heroes have won, but really they lost. They have they, they haven't stopped the kind of the yeah. the ripping of the upside down Hawkins. The ripping in Hawkins yeah. is basically destroyed. That's yeah. it's gonna be like I reckon it's gonna be a containment zone. You know, it's like they're like oh, don't yeah. don't cross this kind of like they'll put, uh, they'll put a dome over it. <laughs> put a dome over it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that's what they're gonna do. Um. The point thing is like some nuclear radiation or something like that. Um, well, yeah, it's like they, you know, they've got like the government involved now. The like the, the doctor who's like really into the program, he's died. So he like any. Didn't well, they, was it Doctor Owens? Didn't he? No, did he, he still, die? I can't did, They do not show his death. Yeah, so still alive still, then, isn't he? I think he's still alive. Yeah, I mean, this is a show where they were they show people dying. Like, yeah, they don't, like they don't kill people off camera. So. Yeah, like Harper. You never get a body, do we? You never get let down, are you? <laughs> it's terrible. It's a terrible writing decision of bringing him back because, like, they think that the fans like him, whereas I couldn't give a shit. You know, you just upset because he was in Hellboy and it didn't do well. Yes, like... I am. And I mean, giving him like a sword, isn't it? Maybe like that. It was a bit of like editing that was wrong. Maybe like him having a sword was just him practicing for Hellboy. Hey, where where, where the hell did that sword come from? Yeah, he's, he, and he's he like, was... oh, I got it from uh, the Hellboy set. He's like, okay, <laughs> right, right. carry on. Um, all right, yeah, let's wrap this up. That's, I think that's a really good um, wrap up Stranger Things. So, uh, yeah, uh, what was your rating for Stranger Things 4? Uh, season 4, I'll probably give it... Um, I'll give it a strong 7 going on to 8 out of 10. Okay. Um, for me, I feel like this has brought back really what I feel like was missing season two and three. Um, I think it was a better season than season one, and I really loved Vecna. I mean, yeah. it shows how much a compelling villain does make the show good as well. Um, and I mean, it, it's not what happened with the other ones, it was always like the, the, the monster of the week, it felt like, yeah, yeah. With, uh, the monsters of season, but this it felt like okay, they've got like the monster that's obviously going to make an appearance in mm. season five. Well, they put a face to the evil as well, didn't they? Yeah, which I kind of like appreciate. So I'm going to give this a nine out of ten. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I, I think a solid nine out of ten. Yes, I wasn't. I didn't. I, 
the final, even though it's good, I felt like they should have taken more risks and killed off at least like a major character. They f- I felt like there was some stuff they didn't tie up with the whole uh, Eddie and the kind of cult kind of thing. Um, I felt like there were some plots that could have been cut down or like the Gulag Russian one that could have been cut down a, a lot more. Um, and and as, as some characters were like Jason. We didn't need to have anything like that as well. We didn't really add anything to yeah. to the, the show or the plot, whatever. Um but yeah, that's just my opinion. Um, but again, I think this is a very dark, more mature series, more terrifying, and it really sets the stakes for what really sets the stage for what's going to happen in season five. So yeah, I'll give us a nine out of ten. Nice. So yeah, that's uh, that's uh, I think we're starting off July with uh, Stranger Things four, um, and actually this will be released on the fourth of July. So. That's going to be a, what a coincidence. Uh, um, America. So we did, on, we did it on purpose. We did it on purpose. Way. Yeah, yeah. I might sort of do it on Tuesday instead, just to yeah. It. <laughs> now that we said um, that, yeah. Uh, so next week we are going to be reviewing Four Love and Thunder. It comes out in the cinema next next uh, com- days coming up. So me, you can go see that. Um, yeah. yeah. And then we're going to have a break because me and Welsh are away for a week. Uh, we're going on holiday with a few mates. Um, and then we come back and be reviewing The Boys Season 3. And then we'll be wrapping up July with Predator. Not uh, Predator, Predator because the Prey is coming out at the beginning of August. So yeah, it's a, I'm looking forward to this month. There's a lot on. And um and yeah, so thank you everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed uh, us listening to, to everything uh, Demi Gorgon's um, scary supernatural crazy people in uh, local towns, and um, and uh, monsters and superheroes. So um, you can follow, follow us again. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Email us at hobbycovercast at gmail Plus, follow us on the numerous podcasts platforms we are on including spotify anchor apple amazon music uh google podcasts radio public i iheart radio and i think i've got a couple more as well but it's all in our link tree anyway it's going to click on our link tree it's all there thank you everybody and we'll see you on the next hoffy coffee cast Bye. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Hoffy Coffee Cast. But before we end, me and Reese want to thank everyone for listening. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to like, follow, share and review. In addition to tell your friends, family and fellow nerds and coffee lovers about our content. We both enjoyed talking about these topics. And with your help, we can strive to be bigger and better and bring out much more to our fans and listeners. I'm your host, Reese Bolton. And I'm your host, Reese Jones. And we'll see you on the next Hoffee Coffee Cast. Take care and goodbye. Bye.